the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Your daily source for in-depth business and investing news. We are Business 1440. KYCR Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. On Wall Street, the markets were closed on Friday for Good Friday. However, at the end of one quarter and moving now into the second uh, quarter of the year, most economists are hoping for a very strong showing as it was up the Dow up by 254 points on Thursday, ending the first quarter on a very strong note. The White House says it's encouraged by recent developments involving North Korea. Following a secret visit between the leaders of North Korea and China, and with a late April date now set for a summit between the South Korean and North Korean leaders, the White House says it's cautiously optimistic about President Trump's plan to meet with Kim Jong-un. Press Secretary Sarah Sanders was asked if that can happen by the end of May. We want to make sure that it's done as soon as we can, but we also want to make sure it's done properly. And that report from Greg Clarkson at the White House, and this is SRN News. Would you like to protect your nest egg? At Online Trading Academy, we teach the skills to grow and protect your investments. Learn this rules-based strategy with our best-in-class instructors, teaching you how to get your arms around your money so you can retire with no worries. Learn the skills to profit from the markets going up or down by joining us for a comprehensive free workshop by calling pound 250 on your cell phone. Use the keyword OTA. Again, that's pound 250, keyword OTA. Hey, this is Dennis Davis from the Not Your Average Joe radio program. Veterans are those who are called to write a blank check payable to the United States government for up to and including their life. They are truly our greatest national treasure. My show highlights the personal stories of these veterans while exploring the challenges they've experienced both in and out of the service. Listen to the importance the values have played in their success like honor, courage, and selfless service. Join me Saturday mornings at 11 on Business 1440 KYCR to honor those who have given so much. So you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss. You've seen ads from the national chains. You've researched the alternative products that cost a fortune, but there seem to be no guarantees. So here's good news for you. This is Dennis Prager. Go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what their hair transplant specialists are doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free. Their doctors have given patients in Hollywood and worldwide a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. You'll see a more confident reflection of yourself. In fact, they guarantee your results in writing, and their prices are some of the best in the business, as low as $3 per graft. So stop searching and go to INeedMoreHair.com. You have nothing to lose. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. I need morehair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss at I need morehair.com. The following program was pre recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Turn all the lights on. It's the King Banyan Show on, on Business 1440. 1440. Is it safe? Yes, it's safe. It's very safe. So safe you wouldn't believe it. She's unavoidable. I'm back against the 
even with a Marathon Man reference. That was awesome. I knew you'd like that one, King. I remember talking about that on the golf course. Yes, exactly. Sir exactly. Lawrence Olivier. <laughs> yes, yes. The yes. Visa Angel. <laughs> right. And then, and then uh, who says it's safe? It's very safe. <laughs> that would be Dustin Hoffman. That's Dustin Hoffman, right. Welcome, King Banyan Show Business 1440. Um, always good to be with you. And welcoming to the first time to uh, the King Banyan Show, the event and promotion director, coordinator, Manager, manager, the, manager. The person, the person who makes sure um, that we've got all these cool events happening around uh, the Salem Twin Cities Empire. Stacy Torton is on the line. Uh, Stacy, good morning. Good morning to you, King. Thanks for having me on. Yep. Are you celebrating Earth Hour this this evening? <laughs> no, I'm currently doing my taxes, so I don't know what hour that is, but it's probably a happy hour. No, it's actually 8.30 at night, and you're supposed to turn off all your lights. Uh, to, to, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, turn off all your lights. Uh, but that would mean you'd probably want to unplug your computer on which you're doing your taxes. Or do you do them by <laughs> okay. hand? Uh, no, I am doing them with my computer, although it feels like I'm doing them by hand. Yeah, that's always the way, isn't it? Um, hey, yeah, I, 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 I admit, I still there's still days where where I I use the ta- one of the tax softwares that that are out there, but I admit from time to time it's like I can't help it. I have to print the form. You may not know this. You're you're not old enough to know this, but uh, um, back in the back in the old days, there used to be people in the back of the H and R block who would actually take the tax return that someone filled out in the front and check them. That oh, was me. Okay. I was oh, the checker. Wow. Yeah, they didn't want me to actually be around people. That's why I do radio. <laughs> um, so instead, they had me in the back, and I would check the forms. Yeah, I spent two years while I was in, gra- in college, not grad school, but in, while I was in college, I spent two years as a checker for H&R Block. It was so great. What you're saying is that I need to bring over my laptop and have you look over my taxes. I, I could, I could do that for you. I absolutely could. Aww, but I absolutely could, and I, I and I, I would uh, just as a, just as a favor to a friend. I'll t- but tell you what, what I can't do is I can't promote great events like you do, Stacy Torton. Uh, this thing, thank you. This overtime 2018, uh, um, you're bringing Hugh back. It feels like it's been a while since Hugh's been in town, and then Mike Gallagher, who I have never met. And I've always, you know, I've always thought, oh, he'd be interesting. Is he going to sing for us? <laughs> Actually, that was mentioned in a couple of emails. Um, I can't confirm nor deny if he's going to sing. I think it's going to be a spur of the moment thing if he does. But he's actually the only host that I haven't met, so it'll be um, a pleasure to meet him. Hugh came for the 100 Days tour back in May of last year. That's right. That's so, the last time I saw him. That's right. I saw him that day. Yep. Yep. Yep, and, so uh, it'll be the, the two of them, and of course, uh, Mr. Ed Morrissey of HotAir.com. He will be the MC for the evening. Right. And then I believe you will be joining us with the two other Narn gentlemen, yep. Mitch and Brad. That's right. We'll have Mitch and Brad there. Is there any word on whether or not we're going to actually have have the extra-sized uh, bib for Mitch? <laughs> I don't know if they I, make them that big. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, all right. I'll check and see if I can order that one off Amazon or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Red you, lobster. 
Yeah, I just wonder how many X's are in front of that L. Um, so uh, that'll be that'll be that'll be that'll be fun. Um, uh, of course, he's going to get even this afternoon because he gets he gets the oh, last yeah, laugh on the absolutely. day. Uh, and, and, he always has to have the last word. And he, oh goodness, yes. Wait to wait, you know. But that's why you got to come to the table so that you can actually try to get the last word in. <laughs> you'll probably you'll probably fail, but it's fun to try. Stacey, yes, it really yes, is. it does. It makes for a good laugh, right? And Which and I think and the Narn table will be. So, for anybody that is interested in attending, the Narn table is the place to be. Because we're the comic relief of the whole overtime <laughs> event, right? We, yeah. Right? We're the, we, we are we are. You know, there's the warm up show, and then there's the warm up to the warm up act, right? Each, <laughs> have you ever gone? Have you ever wanted those things where there's like you went to see a band, and and there's two bands playing before the band you actually paid money to see. We're that first. We're that first band. <laughs> right. You, you go to right. the concessions to get the beer, or go to the bathroom. That's that's that right. time. Or if or if yeah. you're if you're if you're a fan of the Los Angeles Dodgers, you're still in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, you don't even you're not even in the stadium yet. Oh, oh, Stacy, very quick story. Yeah. I I had I had tickets I had tickets to uh, a Dodger playoff game. I lived in Los Angeles for some years, and I had tickets to a Dodger playoff game against uh, Philadelphia, the Phillies, okay. back when Mike Schmidt played. Mike Schmidt batted third in the lineup because he was the, one of the, their big power hitter. My friend wanted to visit with people in the parking lot. We had tickets to get in. And so we don't get in till after we hear this loud this loud noise. It's the Philly fans cheering because Mike Schmidt hit a home run. It's one nothing at the in the middle of the first inning when we finally get to our seats. Not another run is scored the rest of the game. <laughs> so you missed the big play of the game. I missed the only it, big play the of the game. So it's like it it's like missing um, Brad Carlson talking about uh, pageant uh, pageant contestants. <laughs> You know, he does that early, and then his wife makes him shut up. I mean, that's why you have social media now, because it just never goes away. So in case you did miss it, you can just always go back to the Twitter feed um, and and see the the thousands of posts on pageant ladies with pictures. He's he's amazing. I I don't quite I don't quite get this. Um, uh, I don't quite get this. By the way, we got we've got uh, references to to Gallagher singing "Danny Boy" on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, so be uh, thank goodness you've got this scheduled for April 29th, right? So that there's no <laughs> right? there's no of there's no chance that he's going to do Irish uh, ballads during. I mean, during never this say thing, right? never. I just I, I, I can't. There's only so much you can control people. Obviously, Mitch Berg is a great example of that. So you just <laughs> let the personalities roll as they roll. Uh-huh. Yep, you bet. You bet. Hey, I, uh, Stacey, uh, visiting with Stacey Torton, the events, uh, events uh, coordinator of, uh, for uh, manager, manager for, <laughs> for uh, Salem TC. Uh, uh, and uh, I was going to ask, have you done any events for, because uh, we still have Dave Ramsey on, right? So I, I remembered that right. That's right. Dave Ramsey is on. And, and have you had done any events with uh, Dave Ramsey up here? We have. Not this year. Um, we were hoping that he would grace us with his presence um, this year. But we last year we had um, Rachel Cruz, which is Dave Ramsey's um, daughter. Um, oh. And she did a great um, financial kind of overview and, and kind of touched on 
what it's like at her age to be, you know, just recently married and the kids and the pressures of um, constantly needing to compete with others on um, the latest stroller or the the newest school and that financial burden and and how you had to really stick to a budget. So it was very good, especially for, as you mentioned, somebody of my age range. Yeah, well, I'm thinking about this. Uh, One of my listeners has a a son and daughter-in-law who I believe uh, did the uh, debt-free scream on air. Um, Just just about a month ago. Uh, I think I have that right. He'll tweet at me to tell me tell me if it was on air or not. But I know that they are they're they're devoted uh, folks to it. And there's a great article that I tweeted this morning uh, by Tim Alberta at Politico about Dave Ramsey and and his impact. And and I will say I'm going to talk a little bit more about this after we finish Fed speak. Do you do Fed speak by the way? Can you can you speak the Federal Reserve? Uh. Probably back in my political science days in London, but it's been about a decade, so I probably shouldn't dabble. Wait, uh, what? What is this political thing in London that you're that you speak of? So my who am I talking to? <laughs> my undergraduate degree is in political science, and I went to university in London for my undergrad. Which school? Richmond. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. So I All was, right. I was downtown London for yeah three three years and some change, and got my yeah. my degree in political science, which I do absolutely nothing with. Sure, you do. No, you use it. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me. As, I'm as sure. Speaking as another, I, I'm dean of a school that teaches social sciences. You can't say that in front of me without being challenged. Your political science degree oh. <laughs> is being used. <laughs> yes, Trust me on the this. Analytical, the analytical side, and honestly, the references. <laughs> economics that i'd rather not pull out um but i'm sure back in the day i could have could have could have thrown some jabs but i, I don't there think that i have enough yeah. modern knowledge of the federal reserve to to, to throw anything at this point right. right but anyway when, when i finish with federal reserve i'm going to try to close on this piece that was done about dave ramsey and and sort of how how this works i want i'm going to tie it all the way back to the beginning of the, of the show but hey uh, Stacy, before uh, uh, before we finish up here, uh, are there any other events that we should know about besides overtime? Is there uh, what's on what's on your calendar longer run? Yeah, absolutely. So this summer, one of the um, one of the things that we're doing is we're offering an Aloha Talkers tour. So that includes Larry Elder, Hugh Hewitt, and Mike Gallagher, as well as Mike Lindell from My Pillow. Oh, yeah. On a cruise, it's a week long. You're visiting four or five different islands. So not only are you in one of the most beautiful areas in our neck of the woods, um, but you you get to chat with people that are are the same values that you are for a whole week while you're sipping drinks with umbrellas. So you you really can't get better than that. So if you're looking for summer plans, that's definitely the one to check into. And then in October, end of October, uh, we're doing a national tour. Um, the Minneapolis stop will be October 25th, and it will be Larry Elder, Dennis Prager, and Michael Medved, and it will be called the Battleground Talkers Tour, and that will be at the Radisson Blue at the Mall of America. So the Aloha it's Talkers Tour, yeah, Aloha Talkers Tour. I've already seen, uh, I've already seen, I think uh, some some references to that at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. So you've already got that up there, and uh, that's a great opportunity. Have you ever done a, a cruise? I've done a cruise, not with Salem. I actually took a five-day cruise up and down the Nile in Egypt. Ooh, 
Yeah, I've, I've spent time in Egypt. That's a that's a fun trip. It that's is a, a very, very fun, fun trip. trip. Very yeah. historically rich. Yes, very much so. Very much so. Any, anyway, uh, Stacy, let's tell them one more time about overtime. So April 29th, uh, Sunday, April 29th, it will be at the Marriott Southwest in Minnetonka, right off of 169. It will be Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, and Ed Morrissey going over the political climate and current news. Um, and it'll be a great time. It'll be a great time. And it's one that shouldn't be missed, especially with how the midterm elections are, are going to be panning out. Yeah. Yep. I, I agree. Ed Morrissey, of course, a Narn alumnus. Um, right. So we we are we are very uh, proud and happy to have Ed there. I'll have a chance to see Ed and hopefully he brings he brings uh, his lovely wife with him. Uh, Marsha, yep. Marsha is a She's lovely wonderful. woman. Uh, love to see her as well. And uh, we will see. And then, of course, uh, you can get a table with um, Mitch, uh, Brad, and me. The Narn uh, is there. We've got seats available at our table as well. Please join us there. Uh, uh, Stacey Torton, thank you so very much for spending time with us. We will have you back. You're, you're, you're a fun person to have on radio. <laughs> well, thank you very much. It was an honor. Yep. Uh, you're you're most one. welcome now. Get back to those taxes. Call me if you need help. <laughs> thanks. All right. Thanks, thanks so much. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show, the tax preparation edition here on Business 1440. Want to change how you feel significantly? ReliefFactor.com will do that for you. Support for temporary relief of minor aches and pains. If you're out there exercising, you go a little bit too far as I did on Saturday, you definitely need Relief Factor on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Actually, I take it every day, as do tens of thousands of people. They know that they should have Omega, which is fish oil, Resveratrol, which you can get from drinking red wine, but you don't know how much. I carry and curcumin all together, carefully calibrated, perfectly formulated, the combination of four natural supplements, that everyone agrees you ought to be taken every single day. This makes it easy to do in the amount that is appropriate for your body. The starter pack is nineteen ninety five. You try it for three weeks. Put everything else away that your doctor says you can put away. Don't not take what he tells you to take. And then see if you don't feel terrific. You'll feel much better. ReliefFactor.com works. Tens of thousands of people say so. Their testimonials are abundant and real and sincere. Go and watch them and then get ReliefFactor.com. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-721-4880. That's 800-721-4880. 800-721-4880. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. 
Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Have you experienced anxiety, fear, shame, and embarrassment from owing back taxes? Hi, I'm Kathy Hill, founder of Tax Tiger. If you happen to have unpaid or unfiled taxes, I'm here to offer you some hope. Tax Tiger can protect you from the IRS, release wage and bank levies, and negotiate awesome settlements. Above all, Tax Tiger is a company which operates based on Christian principles. If you have an IRS problem, call us today at 612-888-9522 for a free consultation. You can trust Tax Tiger to provide an honest evaluation of your situation. If we can save you money, we'll explain how and answer all of your questions so you'll know exactly where you stand. Call Tax Tiger today at 612-888-9522. You could be closer to financial freedom than you think, and you need a tiger on your side. That number again is 612-888-9522 or visit us online at TaxTiger.com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. This is fourteen forty. Okay, I was um, mildly skeptical about um, about Stacy, but um, uh, she's got game. She gets <laughs> she gets to come back and play again. Game she does have. I agree, King. Game she has. Um, and and didn't know Earth Hour. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Better that nobody did. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> by my. By my lights, <laughs> pun. Oh, that oh. that does. Yeah, where's where's my drum? Where's my? There you go. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> I'm slow today. Sorry, King. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, go over to. Uh, if you stay tuned uh, a little later on, we're going to give away a pair of tickets uh, to this thing. So just just stand by. Don't call yet. We'll tell you when. We'll tell you one. It'd be kind of, it'll be kind of interesting uh, for you if you want to come join us for uh, Overtime 2018 with uh, with Hewitt and Gallagher. And I tell you what, I mean, I really thought about this. I, I don't think I'm going to have time, given the timing of the tour. I think I have to be back on campus before the before the Aloha Talkers cruise gets back. Uh, so it might not work for me, but. I really wanted to do that with mom. I just it just sound like something to do because I did not do the tour on the Nile as Stacy did, but I've been to I've been to the I've been to Giza and the pyramids there. I've been up to Alexandria in Egypt. Egypt is a fabulous place, uh, and I've been to Hawaii. And I will tell you, I I would go to Hawaii at the drop of a hat if I could. If my my wife's afraid to fly, if she was not afraid of flying, I would be broke. It would be broke because we'd be spending money on on uh, trips all the time, and this would be one of them to go to Hawaii. Um, it's just a beautiful place, uh, and uh, you go. But it's August. Is it going to be hot there? You're on the ocean. If you're on the ocean, it's not that bad. You're going to. It's going to be just fine. You're going to have that nice ocean breeze coming in. It's going to be lovely. You'd have a great time. You should look at that. Um, 651-289-4477, the number to call with questions or comments. Um, 
Let's go back to uh, Jay Powell's first press conference as Federal Reserve Chair. And what 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 uh, uh, Chairman Powell, right after he gets done with uh, Steve Leisman, and he said it's, we've got a flat Phillips curve, he's looking for a, a middle road. Um, you know, let's I'm going to jump over. I'm going to jump over uh, uh, cut three and go to cut four. This is this is Heather Long from the Washington Post um, asking asking a question of of Mr. P- of Chair Powell. Go ahead, please. Uh, Heather Long, Washington Post. I, what, what will it take to get to four rate hikes this year? It's clear from the dot plot that many members do think four would be appropriate, but clearly something was holding a number of, um, of the FOC members back. Is it concerns about these potential trade uh, tariffs that are going into effect? Is it just that people want to wait and see a little longer before they raise? Can you give some more insight into why people didn't go to four this time, the median, even though the economic projections look very healthy? I I would go back to the the thought that, um, you know, we made one decision at this meeting, and that decision was to raise the federal funds rate by 25 basis points. The, The projections are really just individual projections. They're submitted and then compiled. And, um, you know, uh, you're mentioning the median as being, you know, three and four being close. But, you know, uh, I think like any set of forecasts, those forecasts will change over time, and they'll change depending on the, on the way the outlook for the economy changes. Um, so that's really all I can say. It could change up, could change down. I wouldn't want to uh, – for now, these are, these are the best forecasts that people could make. And, uh, you know, it could be that if, if the economy is a little bit stronger or a little bit weaker, then the path could be a little less gradual or a little more gradual. So it wasn't one factor that was kind of hard to discuss? Not, no, I mean. So, what, so this is an interesting answer because insofar as I, uh, first of all, uh, the reporter, Heather Long, asked a very, very interesting question. I posted on Wednesday at Pound KBRS on Twitter. I I posted simply, it's it's all about the dot plot. What does the dot plot look like? Well, the dot plot is as as uh, she indicated, about as clear as mud. So they take the median number. Okay, so they have, I believe, currently they have seventeen people submitting um, forecasts, and. 17 people, so it's not just the folks that are voting members of FOMC, um, but it, which is currently nine, but includes eight other Federal Reserve presidents who, um, who are not voting but who are present in the meeting. And it asked them, how, where do you think the, the Fed fund, one of the questions it's asked is, where do you think the Fed funds rate is going to be by the end of 2018? Everybody you know, predicted properly, and there was a unanimous vote for raising 25 basis points this time. But the numbers they gave indicated that either there would be two more moves after this or three more moves after this. And if one more person had voted for three rather than two, that would have been the median number. So it's almost an even division of the FOMC between those and Powell basically goes through this answer and says next to nothing. The projections are really just individual projections that are submitted and then compiled. He's trying to talk down the dot plot. 
No, I'm sorry. The markets believe the dot plot, and the dot plot has pulled more in the direction of four versus three. As we told you here on this show, if you went back through the the archive of the King Banyan Show, you know, at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, go back three months. You go back three months. That would take us back to late December. I told you there was going to be four rate hikes. Now almost half the Fed is with me on that. They weren't saying that the last time we got a dot plot. Go back and look at the one in December. And in December, only five votes were for four, were for four rate hikes in, in 2018. We've gone from five to eight. So three more people in the last three months moved in my direction. Oh, you know, did it move in my direction? Neil Kashkari, the chair of the, the president of the Federal Reserve Bank of Minneapolis. Um, he was on, um, he was on Bloomberg uh, uh, yesterday with uh, uh, Kathleen Hayes. And when asked about this, he gave this answer. Go ahead and play that, John. Uh, if I had been sitting in the chairman's seat, I would have raised rates because we had told the markets we're going to raise rates. And for continuity's sake, I think it's important. But if I look at our dual mandate objectives and I look at the data, I don't think the data itself supports rate increases at this point in terms of achieving our dual mandate objectives. So he's pretty clear. He's pretty clear that there would not have, he would not have voted for this. He would have been in dissent, but of course he didn't have a vote this time around, so he doesn't get a chance to to offer his dissent. So there are still doves on the on the board. He might actually be. There's one dot that says there's only one more increase between now and the end of the year, and uh, presidents and 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 governors do not reveal which dot they are. Um, but uh, I I would bet you a cup of coffee that uh, he's the dot at the bottom of the at the bottom of the plot. That he's the one likely to vote, who would vote for the fewest increases of anybody, um, either of the presidents and governors of the Federal Reserve at this time. Okay, so he's he's pretty he's pretty clear on that. But it's really interesting to me to go back to let me go back to Jay Powell, um, who's trying to say, well, you can't make signals out of this. I'm trying to trying, we're just trying to figure out things. I think Kashkari's correct to say. This rate increase was in no small part. We signaled it. We told people it was coming. Coming. We will really mess up our signal if we don't raise rates this time. Thus, you got a unanimous vote. But then he talks down the dot plot, and I'm going to go all the way to cut seven, John, to listen to what he says about another signal people use to track what happens with monetary policy. Play cut seven, please. Thanks, Miles Upton, uh, Yahoo Finance. Chair Powell, I'm curious if the uh, Fed would be willing to tolerate an inverted yield curve. We've continued to see the spread between the two-year and the 10-year tighten, even with longer-term yields coming up since the beginning of the year. Um, this is a dynamic that has typically preceded recessions, um, and we're likely to see shorter-term rates come up as the Fed continues to increase rates. So I'm just curious if you guys have discussed that, if you'd be willing to push back against that, if that's a dynamic you'd be comfortable with. You know, it's an interesting question, and there, there are a range of views there. I mean, I, I think um, uh, it's true that yield curves have tended to predict recessions if you look back over many cycles, but a lot of that was just situations in which inflation uh, was allowed to get out of control and the Fed had to tighten and that, and that put the economy into recession. That's really not the situation we're, we're in now. So um, I don't know that that's uh, – that I don't know that – uh, I don't think that uh, recession probabilities are particularly high at the moment, any higher than they, than they normally are. 
But having said that, I, I think it's um, there are good questions about what a flat yield curve or inverted yield curve does to intermediation. It's hard to find in the in the in the research data, but nonetheless, I think um, uh, those are issues that that we'll be watching carefully. Thank you. So this thank is, you very. This is been, it's an interesting point because there are many forecasters who rely on the slope of the yield curve, the difference between the return on a, say, a two-year Treasury bond and a 10-year Treasury bond to do a prediction of recessions, that when it gets to be flat or that the two-year rate is above the 10-year rate, that a recession is coming. What he's saying is you can't use that measure either. So it's like, well, we can't use the dot plot. We can't use that. I believe he believes in the Phillips curve. It is almost as if he's starting to push away from the admittedly not very conservative viewpoints of Bernanke or Yellen. Bernanke may be a little more conservative than Yellen. But Powell is pushing back to something that is rather old, which is we're going to figure this out moment to moment. And I do believe that some of that decline in the stock market over this week is because Powell gave less clarity in these answers than than I thought than I thought he should. I'm going to play one more after the break, and 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 we'll, we'll listen to that, and then and then I do want to talk a few moments about the uh, about the profile of uh, Dave Ramsey uh, that that is up this that that is up at uh, Politico because I think that I think that's something that ties us all the way back to this original thought about about uh, what constitutes prosperity because it's not it's not trade deficits and frankly it's not monetary policy either we'll be back after this you're listening to the king banyan show on business 1440 This is Jack from Banyan Hill. You like freedom? I do. You like money? I do too. If you like freedom and money, then you're going to love Freedom Checks. You see, over the next few months, an estimated $34.6 billion is up for grabs to anyone who stakes their claim. Yep, you heard right. $34.6 billion. To get all the details, just go to www.freedomchecks123.com. Thousands of people are already lined up to cash in. Take Doug, for example. He's a 46-year-old from Joplin, Missouri, who's set to get a check for $24,075. And if Doug can do this, I've got a hunch that you can too. But here's the thing. If you want a chance to grab your full share of this $34.6 billion payout, you must have your ducks in a row by May 1st. So don't wait. Get over to www.freedomchecks123.com before the May 1st deadline. That's www.freedomchecks123.com. Hey folks, I'm David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. Over a decade ago, I decided to start a company that could help families take control of their finances and more importantly, their time. We offer you a powerful education in how to trade in the stock market, providing you the skill sets you need to manage your financial manager and speak his language, or even cut out the middleman entirely and do it yourself. 
My mission was to put more money in the hands of good Christian people to impact this country and the rest of the world. Since that time, I've seen Tradeway grow from a small business started in a garage with my family to an education company which now employs more than 20 families and has educated nearly 20,000 people from all across the country. God has truly blessed this mission. It's been exciting to see the Tradeway family grow through the years. At this point, people attend our events not only to hear about the stock market, but to fellowship with other families and even to strengthen their walk with the Lord. The Tradeway community is unlike anything I've ever seen in my business career or even in my ministries. With Tradeway, you not only get a powerful system for trading as a business, but you get the kind of hands-on support, ongoing development, and personal community that is required to propel you forward in this journey, and we help you to do that one step at a time. I want to personally invite you to join us at our next event called Step 1, Start Your Journey, April 13th and 14th. The event will be hosted by David Huber Sr. and his son Dave Huber. These two guys are a powerful team with many years of trading experience, and they are exciting presenters as well. And Dave is my son-in-law who helped start the company. Join us and bring your family. Coming to the Sheraton St. Paul Woodbury, April 13th and 14th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723 or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. Turn all the lights on. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Give me a head with hair, long, beautiful hair, shining, gleaming, streaming, flaxing, waxing. Give me down to there, shoulder length longer. John, have you ever been to Sea Hair? No, no, I have not. Am I missing okay. out? It's a great show. <laughs> it actually, I love to hear. Um, I've probably seen it maybe only twice live. Um, I like the movie too, but I think I've, um, I think I've done, um, I think I've, I've, I've seen that twice live. It was just a period where the rock opera, rock musical yes. <laughs> plays, you know, um, Jesus Christ Superstar, Godspell, Hair, uh, uh, Tommy, uh, all that stuff in that in that same period. Sergeant um, Peppers, didn't they make Sergeant Pepper? Yes, yeah, they did make it in. They made a movie which was with, with the Bee Gees, which was the Bee Gees was and, inc- and Aerosmith too, right? I think Aerosmith is in it. Peter Frampton is in it. Um, that is egregiously bad. It's it's on the list of some of the worst film ever. Um, yeah, oh, it's... What's, what's his name, the guy who produced it? Stigwood. Is it Robert or Roger Stigwood? He was oh, you the, got me on that. Oh, I don't he, know. He, he was a huge bigwig in... Uh, he was Clapton's guy. He was the Bee Gees guy. That is known as one of the worst movies ever. And I remember a quote from Steven Tyler saying the only thing he was glad about that it, with his involvement is he got to... What was it? He got to murder Peter Frampton in the film, I believe, was what he was proud of. <laughs> Either Peter Frampton or maybe it was one of the Bee Gees, but I think he kills Peter I, Frampton I, in it. So if Peter Frampton... It might, have been, it might have been Barry Gibb, but I, I, it's possible. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, 651-289-4477 uh, with questions or comments. Uh, let's go ahead and play one more. Let's. Play, I want to play one more cut, which I think of, of, of yeah, we that, that hair, by the way, is the J. Powell walk-up music because 
that guy has fabulous hair. I mean, I have good hair, I, I'm going to say, particularly compared to the guy who I do presentations with, my, my, my co-author in most everything I write uh, for the local economy, is a person who's uh, follically challenged, shall we say. But um, So I get to show off my hair every chance I get. I keep it pretty <laughs> short. Um, Powell, my hair's currently my hair currently needs a haircut. Uh, Mr. P- uh, Mr. Powell, Chair Powell, has hair that is um, fabulously silver. Um, it is. It, it's just, I, it just. It just won't quit. Most, it just won't quit. I, it should, <laughs> come on, man! It's awesome hair. It is awesome hair. All right, but so he gets asked one question, and I thought this was interesting because this is the reference. This is the reference, as I as I remember it, to um, to the impact of both trade policy and of the tax cuts. And he tried not to talk about fiscal policy or anything happening uh, from the administration, but he wanders into it a little bit in his answer to Mike McKee from Bloomberg. And this is cut six. Michael McKee from Bloomberg Television Radio. Um, I'd like to go back to uh, the idea of uh, the additional growth that you're getting from the fiscal package and ask you how much uh, you think comes from the supply side and how much from demand. Uh, You use words like might and should about uh, what results should come from this process, but around the table, did any of the presidents or governors report that businesses are actually getting ready to spend? Is this something that's going to happen? Uh, Do we know that there's going to be a supply side effect, or are you just guessing at this point? Um, Remember that there are 15 FOMC participants, and we each of us has his or her own forecast. So, there, so there's a real diversity of views on this, particularly on, on these fiscal issues. If I could try to um, summarize, uh, it would be that um, I think, broadly speaking, participants believe there will be meaningful increases in demand from the new fiscal policies for at least the next, let's say, three years. <clears throat> I think there's a general uh, view as well that that uh, that supply side issues that's, that there could be supply side effects as well, and you would see that again through higher investment driven by lower corporate tax rates and and the expensing of some investment, which would drive tend to drive productivity over time. If you make investment more attractive, companies should do more of it. Um, it's uncertain though, and I I mean I spent many years of my life working with companies and and, and discussing and you know the cost of capital is one of many factors that they'll consider. It isn't it isn't the only factor or the principal factor, but it should result in more investment. And investment should drive pr- productivity. At the same time, the you know I mentioned labor supply. You should see some labor supply effects over time from from lower individual effective tax rates. The whole thing is very uncertain, and particularly the supply side effects should and would be expected to, to take longer to appear and um, and would be less certain in amount. So that's really as, as, uh, as good as you can go. You know, we, you know, we've all looked at the literature carefully. We've all thought about it. We've discussed it with our in-house experts and come up with our own views, and they're, they're disparate. But th- that's, I'd say that's, that's about where the, where the views are. And I think that's, that's really interesting. I understand. Ta- the tax package that was passed in December is the first one of its kind since 1986. And so you don't have a lot of good references to go back to to study what happens. And I thought it was very interesting that he actually, I th- was sure most 
most economists who are are a little more Keynesian in view, and that's why I wanted to play the Phelps curve reference because he's clearly got a Keynesian view of the world. Most of the Keynesian view of the world will admit to the impact of the lower tax rates on business investment. Um, you know, if you make and he says, if you make investment more attractive, companies should do more of it. It's uncertain, though. Well, no, it's not uncertain. I mean, what's uncertain is the magnitude, and the, on that, on that, he and I would agree. But productivity should rise from this, from from investment. But then, did you hear it? He actually allows for a labor supply effect, um, and that is really, I think, kind of the key. If there's a labor supply effect, there would be an increase in the unemployment rate. But it'd be an increase in the unemployment rate that would be accompanied by an increase in the labor force participation rate. People who had chosen to exit the labor market for whatever reasons, I don't, I don't care what you believe is whether or not it's they're spending more time in college, they're spending time in their, in their parents' basement playing video games. I don't care what you think that is. Higher after-tax wages should induce people to give up leisure and work more. That is basic, classical economics. And if that's not true, then there's something wrong with how we do economics in most, in most parts of, of our teaching and of our research. And the research is actually just as clear on this as it is on investment, meaning there are people who argue both sides, but theory tells you that it should have an impact on labor supply, and most people agree that that's the theory. So there are disparate views, as he says in the end, but those disparate views, those disparate views are going to be are going to be around the magnitude and not whether or not they're going to happen. Um, so it is a challenging time for them to do these forecasts, but it, that would be all the more reason to give us better explanations rather than worse explanations. Hey, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven, and John. Do we have a set of tickets for overtime to give away to our listeners today? Stacy left us a pair of tickets. They're general admission tickets, a value of $20 a piece for overtime with Hewitt and Gallagher, April 29th. That's a Sunday night. It's at the Minneapolis Marriott Southwest. That's in Minnetonka right off 169. I have a pair of tickets right now for the first caller. First caller, 651-289-4477. So we'd love to see you there, so please join in with us. We'll be back after this with our final segment of the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley.
The following statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Do you want your thin hair to feel and look thicker? With Viviscal, the number one drug-free healthy hair supplement in the U.S., two little tablets is all it takes, guaranteed. Viviscal is clinically researched to promote existing hair growth for men and women. And right now, a 90-day supply of Viviscal is offered in your area, risk-free plus free shipping. Viviscal nourishes thinning hair from within, and we guarantee you'll love your hair growth results. Viviscal. Viviscal is so effective, it's recommended by doctors. Here's what dermatologist Dr. John Laura has to say about Viviscal. I feel confident recommending Viviscal. It's backed by 25 years of research and multiple clinical studies that demonstrate Viviscal's effectiveness in promoting the growth of thicker, fuller hair. It's so easy to try Viviscal. Call right now for a 90-day risk-free supply plus free shipping. Call 800-335-6708. That's 800-335-6708. 800-335-6708. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. A new poll by the Economist YouGov organization shows glaring contradictions in the way Democrats define morality, with big majorities saying they accept abortion, divorce, gambling, drinking, alcohol, gay sex, premarital sex, and doctor-assisted suicide. One form of behavior, however, drew overwhelming condemnation. 82% found hunting animals for sport to be morally wrong. If this reflects a tender concern for all living things, isn't it worth asking if a baby in the womb is a living thing? Even if someone doesn't consider the baby to be fully human before delivery, surely that unborn child deserves as much respect as, say, a deer. Yet Democrats find abortion more acceptable than hunting by a margin of three to one, showing obtuse inconsistency at best, utter derangement at worst. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree offered on its most beautiful campus. I'm Teresa Morrow, the Vice President of External Relations with the Minneapolis Foundation. You know, WNAV has done a lot of pretty significant sized events for us, and they do everything from sound and lights to the audio to videotaping to making sure that all the performers look and sound right. As an event person, you really sweat the details, and when I work with WNAV, I don't worry about that stuff. They always come through for me, whether it's an event for 1,500 people or it's an intimate event, and all I need is a microphone and a sound system. They can do that full range for me. Probably the greatest thing about WNAV, not only are they early, they're usually there before I am. They scout it ahead of time. They're prepared for what your event is, and I know I can count on WNAV 100% of the time, and I do. Hi, I'm Mark, president of WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. Online at WNAV-video.com. Congratulations, Eric and Adina. You get the tickets to overtime with Hugh and Mike, Hewitt and Gallagher, um, April 29th, uh, the evening of April 29th. Uh, is when that's happening at the Minneapolis Marriott Southwest in Minnetonka. I'll be there. We have a, we have a table too. Uh, you can come. You can come sit with us. Um, tickets available at at am twelve eighty thepatriotcom slash overtime twenty eighteen. And so Eric will be there. I'll be there, and you can be there too. We'd love to see you. You can also check uh, out the event info at twincitiesbusinessradio.com. dot com. They got the cross promo going. Oh, awesome! Yes. 
Well, and don't forget, TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com is where you find where you find the podcast for this show. If you, so if you tuned in late, uh, you missed my conversation about trade in the first hour, and um, I thought that I, I thought that was and Earth Hour. Okay, that's why John's been playing the Turn the Lights On. Tonight's that night at eight thirty. Celebrate celebrate human human invention and the alleviation of poverty, and turn on an extra light in your house. That's my advice to you. Okay? Hope you'll do that. Um, you know, it, and if you say, well, I'm not going to be home, it's like, well, turn a light on someplace wherever you are. That's all right. Or leave leave an extra light on for the cats, because they don't always want to be in the dark when you're when you're out gallivanting on a Saturday night. Take care of those cats. They're good. They're they're good to you, frequently, not always. Um, anyway, oh, and by the way, I liked the the um, playlist today, and you can always find it at Spotify, Spotify dot com, and there you're gonna type um, uh, uh, Spotify in the search box. Type Spotify colon user colon K Y C R underscore studio. KYCR underscore studio is how you're going to find it. I'll tweet it to you at pound KBRS right after the show so that you can find that link and listen to that and and um, re- remember Power Station that, and say, oh, yeah, I do remember them. That'd be, that'd be good. Hey, um, I w- did, before I go, I teased this a little bit. I did want to mention a couple bits from this piece that Tim Alberta did on Dave Ramsey. I go to a church where Dave Ramsey's uh, principles, uh, uh, the Financial Freedom University uh, work is done. Um, and I've been interested in this for a while, um, not not in my own personal life. And I will say I've listened to Ramsey several times. There's some bits of his advice that go contrary to the way I think as an economist. Like, like for example, he has you pay off smaller amounts of debt, you know, a small debt before you try to pay off a bigger one and my first reaction was well why wouldn't you rank them by interest rate because that's what an economist would think but success breeds success and i've been learning this as uh, as i go to the gym lately my i have a trainer and my trainer gives me things in there i sometimes leave like boy i did do that and i was able to do that just fine i wonder you know i i wonder if i'm ever going to get anything harder you know i hope there's more to it than just this but what she's doing in training me is saying, no, you need you need to you need to have the small successes first, and then we'll build you up to the bigger ones. It's it's the psychology way of thinking of things rather than the economics way of thinking. Alberta mentions this, but I really think this is this is important. Um, I, I'm just going to read a couple paragraphs from this that I thought thought were were interesting. Ramsey sees more Americans predisposed to economic dependence and believes politicians are to blame. Quote. I now have to spend more time talking someone into believing they control their own destiny than I used to. I don't know if I blame that all on hope and change from Obama or make America great again. They're both hope slogans. Different ideologies, different politics, but both hope slogans. I'm going to deliver something for you that you can't do for yourself. That really resonates with me. That really does. It strikes me as an insight that, that I, that, that, that has it, it, it has the advantage of of feeling truthy okay um the you know the 
it, it, the good news of 2008, he says, is there are some people that got punched and now they know how to duck a punch. They'll never be without an emergency fund again. They'll never be that that deeply in debt and just assume everything's going to be okay. Ramsey continues, the negative part of getting hit that hard, you don't want to get back in the ring again. When you don't believe in the future, when you think the only light at the end of the tunnel is an oncoming train, you don't get in the tunnel. What I've seen is, is, is lately, though, is at least business owners are saying, I'm getting back into, I'm getting back onto the tracks and I'm going to get through the tunnel and I'm going to get to the other side. I'm going to be in a better place and I'm going to start hiring people again. And I'm going to, and I have, I have hope that my business can expand. And I really, I, I will tell you from, from everything we've worked on here uh, uh, through not just looking at the St. Cloud area, but we do studies of, uh, of what's going on around, around the state. Businesses are being formed. Workers are getting hired. We're beginning to see expansions in the labor force again around, uh, around the area. We are beginning to see changes that are positive. I'm hoping this is temporary. What Ramsey is seeing is, is temporary and that we're coming to the end of it. I don't credit that. I don't credit that to specific policies or to specific people in Congress or in the White House. I subscribe that to human ingenuity and the freedom to act on that ingenuity to make a better life for yourself and in the process hire other people and give them a chance to grow, to, to do something and, and achieve a life for themselves that, that's different, that, that's better than what they had otherwise. Just like those, those, those mostly women at home in the 1950s who all of a sudden were freed from having to prepare all these meals, their time was given away and they were able to do that because of electricity. Thank Edison. Right? Thank Tesla. Do that this weekend and that'll that'll be that'll be much better for you. Hey, thank you so much for listening today. We will be back next week with another episode of the King Banyan Show here on Business fourteen forty. See you then. New to Business 1440, a special program airing every Saturday at 11 a.m. It's called Not Your Average Joe. It's hosted by Dennis Davis, a 16-year veteran of service in the U.S. Navy and the Air Force Reserve. This weekly program highlights the personal stories of veterans, their challenges in and out of service, and the values they bring to our society, such as honor, courage, and selfless service. So invite a friend and tune in. Not Your Average Joe, every Saturday at 11, right here on Business 1440, part of the Wall Street Business Network. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell, self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Listen to the Dell Wamsley Show, weekday mornings at 11, here on Business 1440. The Build a Better Bath event is on now at the Home Depot. So let's get to work with products that work for us like the Delta Prelude Round Front Toilet. It's only 129 bucks, and it's WaterSense certified. That means you'll use less water without sacrificing power and save on every utility bill to come. Let's do this. Shop the Build a Better Bath event now 
More saving, more doing. That's the power of the Home Depot. U.S. only. See store for details. I'm his pride and joy. My mommy says I was her big surprise. My mom says I'm her best helper. I'm adopted. My dad says I was a gift. That's right, kids. Each of you are a miracle and a blessing from God. Hello, my name is Angie. I work with Pro-Life Across America. The Billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant and in need of confidential counseling, including alternatives to abortion or post-abortion assistance, please call Pro-Life Across America at 1-800-366-7773. Or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Please help support our life-saving outreach. A baby child is being 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the people. Your home for up-to-the-minute market updates. This is Business 1440. KYCR Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 